Hello, I'm Peter White and I'm joined by three guests to discuss how physical impairment can affect the way we view our own identities to help us maintain an exploring psychology focus. Let me go round the table and introduce my three guests. Mike Oliver is Professor of Sociology at Greenwich University. Mike has written extensively on disability and impairment and is cited in the chapter. His books include The Politics of Disablement and Disability Politics. He's also been a campaigner against discrimination towards disabled people. Lois Keith is also a writer, a former English teacher. She's written Take Up Thy Bed and Walk, which is an exploration of how children with disabilities are portrayed in classics such as What Katie Did and Heidi. She's also edited Mustn't Grumble, which is a collection of women's writing on disability. And Al Alvarez, novelist, critic, poker player, former rock climber, who also wrote the very influential book on suicide, The Savage God, and has now written his autobiography, Where Did It All Go Right? And he's also described his congenital disability and the one acquired later as the result of a climbing accident as meaning he uh, entered the world limping on his left leg and will exit from it limping on the right. The plan is to ask the three of you, in turn, to give us your take through your experiences on impairment and its effects on your sense of who you are. Oh, and by the way, I should add that I'm reading this script from Braille because I've been blind from birth and I went to a so-called special school. OK, let's start with Mike Oliver, Professor Mike Oliver. Mike, like Lois, you're disabilities as the result of an accident which means you're a wheelchair user and I think in your case it came kind of bang in the middle of adolescence. Yes I was 17 at the time and it's the first time I'd ever been away from home away from my parents and I dived into a swimming pool when I was on holiday with some friends broke my neck and have been paralyzed ever since. I think in many ways that was an interesting event shall we say in my life in that I didn't have a particularly happy adolescence. I wasn't particularly successful at school. I was a grammar school reject and failure. I left with three O levels. I was working as a clerk in a fairly boring office job. Breaking my neck, in a sense, broke me out of a typical kind of working class life. And subsequent to that, I've had a rich and varied life and regard my accident as wholly positive. But you Um, couldn't have known that at the time and you couldn't have thought that at the time, presumably. I was struck prior to my accident, about a month before I had an accident, I met a young man in a wheelchair and I spent three hours talking to him and I remember thinking how awful that was and uh, if that ever happened to me, I would want to die. It happened to me a month later and I don't ever remember wanting to die as a consequence. I think of that in a much more positive sense than I would have done had I spent that year continuing to go to the boring office job and and Mm. so on. What effect do you think it had on your sense of who you were? Well, I'm I'm a sociologist, so I I mean, in a sense, I I don't see identity as fixed and stable anyway. I see identity as changing constantly both over time and in different situations so in that sense I I don't see my sense of self as as changing significantly but I do think I, I went from being just one of very many to somebody who was particular and and who was in one sense special 
in the, 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 that I was unique. So it made, you, are, more, made you more important? In yes, a way. of course. I mean, there are negatives as well, and I'm not trying to deny those, but, but, but I think there are positives. This, this kind of idea that, that somehow acquiring um, an impairment is wholly tragic was certainly not something that was borne out by my experience as I interpreted it then or subsequently when I, as a professional, came to the, read the literature and when I found this wholly negative view of, of disability, it simply didn't accord with my experiences. Did you see yourself at that stage, or fairly soon after that, as belonging now to a group in any way? I remember in the early 70s going to meetings with blind people and deaf people and we used to have these, these kind of things that were beloved in, in psychological literature about hierarchies of impairment and which would be the worst. I remember talking to a blind guy and saying, God, I would hate to be blind. And he said, well, God, I would hate to have broken my neck, you know. <laughs> and, and these things didn't make sense because it wasn't about the, the kind of problems of individual impairments. It was the disabling society that we all faced. We all faced similar barriers. That was what liberated me, I think. That's what gave me the strength and the confidence to take on the disabling society, if you like. OK, let, let's just leave it there for a moment because that raises all sorts of interesting points and it also places your solution, in a way, in working out the politics of it and, and getting together with groups of people.